Lisa Gio, self-love journey, wellness, branding, and find your clear vision. Join us for an engaging conversation with Lisa Gio as she unravels her transformative journey from battling stress-induced shingles to embracing self-love. Immerse yourself in her evolution from a seventh grade fascination with tarot cards to their professional use. We'll dive into Lisa's clear vision framework, a cornerstone of wellness branding, and unravel strategies for building brand trust, adopting a customer-centric approach, and mastering social media marketing. Additionally, we'll extract insights from her transformative book, Find Your Clear Vision, a comprehensive guide to personal growth and brand building. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, where you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. I am so excited to introduce the guest that we have here today. Let me tell you a little bit more about her. Lisa Gio is a certified life and leadership coach and branding specialist who assists clients, including senior executives and entrepreneurs, in realizing their clear vision through her unique framework. She established Be Bright Lisa Coaching and created Clear Vision U a personal brand training program. As the Find Your Clear Vision podcast host, she further shares her expertise. Residing just outside Chicago, Lisa continues to impact various sectors, including, including entertainment, media, marketing, and tech. I am so pleased to welcome Miss Lisa. Hello, April. Hi, it's so exciting to have you here on the Wellness Driven Life Show, Lisa. Thank you for being here. Of course, I am happy to be here as well. Awesome. Well, let's start by sharing with the audience outside of that brief biography a little bit more about you. Sure. I'm a Midwestern gal at heart. I grew up in Missouri, but when I was 18, I was like, got to get out of here. <laughs> And it was either New York or San Francisco. So I ended up going to San Francisco where I was trained in graphic design during the dot-com boom and the dot-com crash. And since then, I have always been in brand strategy. In 2009, after working with companies like Crate and Barrel and Paper Source, The Gap, Pottery Barn Kids, architecture firms, small and big design studios, I started my own brand strategy studio. And like most people who get into the personal development world, I had my own personal breakthrough. Mm. I always say life coaches, like <laughs> we've got to have our in and normally it comes with a breakdown to a breakthrough. So that for me yeah. happened in 2017 and I became a transformational life and leadership coach. PCC certified. And now I really love to blend together the brand strategy work 
but with human beings. And so that really melds itself into personal and professional branding, thought leadership, and how to show up as you truly are in your work as well as home, right? And we used to feel like we needed to separate our personal lives from our professional lives. And I think COVID, for example, has taught us a whole new world where that's just not something we want to do anymore. So how do we blend those two? Like, that's my sweet spot. Well, and they certainly go hand in hand, don't they? Everything affects it all. And so, you know, when we when we talk about business and personal lives and being able to be happy in all of it, we have to have those balances, the self-care, as well as the, the personal development, the learning, the growth that all comes with our businesses. And so being able to marry all of that is really a unique skill for all of us. We all have to learn how to do that. And you're absolutely right, Lisa. Most people who go out into the world and go into coaching, they've had their share of life experiences, right? Otherwise, they don't know the contrast. And they're so much better able to lead uh, because of those experiences they've had. Yeah, 100%. And I think that that helps bring a unique point of view to each and every coach. Like, my guess is that most of your audience is in the wellness industry, are coaches or consultants. And I think that within that space, there is so much room to for everybody. And with that, I think that we all get to own our own voice. We get to share in a way we want. We get to be experts in all these different fields. And that allows for such diversity in our industry, which is something that I really look forward to in the next few years and how that shakes out um, in the corporate world, as well as with so many of these new entrepreneurs that are coming onto the scene as well. There's just so much opportunity, I think, in the coaching industry. Mm, there is definitely a lot of opportunity in the coaching industry. And, and we certainly did learn so much from COVID, like you mentioned before, on what it's been like for us to learn how to work from home and learn how to work in our own space and also be accountable to the tasks that need to be had, right? It's, it's not easy being able to maintain that if you're not used to it. But I want to start by going back just a little bit, Lisa, because you had this, this shakeup in your world, do you mind sharing that with us so we can get to know you just a little bit further on, on how you ended up coming into this next phase of life? Mm, the shakeup. All right. <laughs> the shakeup, the shakedown. All right. So uh, as a graphic designer, graphic designers are paid to be perfect in their work right? Mm -hmm. To create the perfect button, the perfect pixel, pick the perfect color, create the award-winning design that will make millions of dollars in sales, whatever it is. So I took that perfectionism in my work and started to apply it everywhere in my being a stepmom, being a mother, showing up for what kind of workouts I wanted to do. Um, there was like... <laughs> It just it's exhausting to talk about trying to eat organic, trying to do this, do that. Um, then I started to add more onto my plate. As I became um, an entrepreneur, I thought, well, why not start an entrepreneurial community for women in Chicago? Sure, add that to my plate. So 
I started to add all of these things onto my plate. I was getting ready to have my second child in 2013, which was going to be a scheduled C-section, which as a perfectionist was perfect because I knew like when that baby was coming, what time it was going to be done. Um, but what I didn't know and what I didn't pay attention to was the signals my body was giving me. I had not been able to walk a block for, I don't even know, the last month of my pregnancy. Uh, about a week before that C-section, I started to get this little itch right here. I ignored it. I just kept doing, 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 doing. And I had the C-section. My baby turned out beautifully. She's wonderful. She's 10 years old now. Um, but I ended up quarantined in the hospital before quarantining was a thing. And the doctors didn't know what was wrong, but my face had just blown up to like the size of a football, bright red. Wow. Yeah. The swelling eventually went down um, and it took a team of doctors. And I like to say it took a team of doctors, two life coaches and a Buddhist monk to figure out what was really going <laughs> on. But what was really going on was I was not listening to my body and mm. myself and my face had broken out in shingles. And so for a 30 something year old woman, I thought shingles was just something that old people got. Yeah. And yeah, it was just, uh, I was shocked. So you would think, okay, you've got this huge scab on your face. Now I'm wearing an eye patch. Like what, what do you do now? Do it. Does my world just like totally change and transform at that point? No, <laughs> I had to learn that lesson two more times before I eventually I was like, okay, Lisa, we're not going to do life this way anymore. And it took me until 2016 to sign up for that transformational life and leadership course. A year later, I had completely, completely transformed my career, my business, my life, how I approached perfectionism and, um, and how I approach my children. I mean, like all relationships really went through a new lens. Mm. Oh, that's, that's powerful. All relationships went through a new lens because I was seeing through a new lens and because it was me going through not one, but two, but three or more trials and tribulations to really start uh, understanding that I needed to see through a new lens. Right. And and take advantage of that opportunity to be open enough to be able to look through a new lens, right? And absolutely, that's that's oftentimes how so many of us, we have to have more than one shakeup before we really get it. And I think that's because we're just so conditioned and so used to uh, life as it is. And change is very difficult, but yet change is the only constant, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we tell ourselves. <laughs> but then when it hits us in the face, we're like, oh, but wait. <laughs> so yeah. it's always a lesson for sure. Well, I really appreciate, Lisa, thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing that story because it, it's it's really when we start to go into those stories and those deeper aspects of ourselves that the audience and and all of us are able to benefit because we can say, me too. And we can compare because we're all human living this experience. And 
and it's not easy. None of us get out without having these difficult times in life. And the body responds from stress in those ways, right? It starts to act up. It starts to show up and present itself that it's not happy in living in that constant stress mode in all sorts of different forms and fashions that we really would rather not have, like shingles, like like disease, like all of those things that that when it happens, we're like, oh my gosh, how did this happen? And then we start to learn why and how, and then finally to maybe avoid it. Right. And you have the opportunity at that point to make a choice. Will I be um, a victim to this type of mentality and be like, this is the way life goes. This is how it's going to happen for me from here on out. Or can we be at cause to use coaching language and and take direction and initiative to change our future and that really is the essence of you know creating your future by design or as i would say like finding your clear vision and then putting that into action so you definitely have this beautiful book that you've created like you you started to put all of the lessons that you've learned into the written format and of course it is very very apparent to me that you came from this branding industry where you are familiar with you know doing things like you said as a perfectionist where the colors <laughs> have to be right and this has to be right in order to show up as beautifully as it has and i would love to take a moment to bring up to the stage some of the examples of that for the audience to be able to see because i think that you have truly embodied and, and given this essence of beautiful branding with color and and you just splash it out and make it pop and so vibrant and i think that's really really cool and and what a beautiful thing when we're able to do that when there's so much power behind the words right and, and there's so much power and i want to show of course i have a copy of find your clear version or book client find your clear vision book <laughs> And it is, it's just beautifully done. And so I wanted to just highlight and show, I mean, look how beautiful that is. Do you want to talk a little bit about the experience you've had in creating your brand? Yes. Well, yes. As you were pulling up this picture, it reminded me of something I was talking about this morning. Um, so you can see the book is, it's this rainbow splash of color. It is actually I picked it because the background is blurry. It's a gradient. You can't see through it. And so the idea is you need to find your clear vision. And then um, Instagram must have targeted me because they hit me up with this dress. I saw it on Instagram. I was like, I must have that dress because it totally matches the cover of my book. So people always ask, well, what came first, that dress or the book? <laughs> like the book came first, dress came second, but I had to have it. That's so, awesome. Yeah, the reason I'm like kind of laughing about this now is because in branding, there are six um, key energetic elements is what I like to call them. Personal branding is an exchange of energy, my energy for my audience's attention, mm. for their, um, you know, paying me for the value I can provide to them, whether that's free, whether that's an offer or Maybe that's through impact or 
some other way that we are giving and receiving energy. So there's six elements, um, color, photography, typography, your name, uh, I'm forgetting one of them, but one of them is your gimmick limit. So your gimmick limit is one thing that you will always go to that makes you stand out, that makes you different. So mm. for me, it's bright. I love bright colors, bright clothes, bright food, bright, look at that dress, right? I mean, <laughs> pulling off a dress like that is bright. Now, if I, to give you an example of how to use a gimmick limit in your personal or professional brand or business, if I then had a jacket on that was black with like green stripes, like that's just not going to match, right? It just doesn't flow with the brand. If all of a sudden I bring in my dog and my cat, like it, I'm adding too much, too many gimmicks. So mm -hmm. you get one gimmick for your personal or professional brand and that's it. You add any more and you're going to start to look silly or it's going to be too much for your audience and they won't be able to recognize you at the drop of a hat. So mm -hmm. I, that's how I chose my gimmick was you know, be bright Lisa. That's how I signed my emails. Uh, that's why I chose the cover for this book. That's the name of my coaching practice, BeBrightLisa.com. And it's also kind of a, another trick here. My last name is a little hard to pronounce, and I didn't want people to struggle when they were trying to pronounce my last name. So instead of being LisaGio.com, it's BeBrightLisa.com. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's, that's some of the key things that you're mentioning. And thank you so much for giving us, those of us who are entrepreneurs, who are listening and tuning in, because when we, when we simplify things and we don't, we don't overextend or overcomplicate, or like you said, add too much in, then it really helps make you stand out more. People remember you, they know what to expect. And there's a comfort there when people know exactly what to expect from you. Exactly. And that's how they're in turn, you know, in marketing principles, that's how they will get to know, like, and trust you. And yeah. so they can get to know you, check you out, kind of follow you. Maybe it's on LinkedIn or YouTube. They give your podcast a listen. They read an article by you. If they're interested, then they will like you and they like and resonate with what you're saying. And then it moves to the trust level when then they opt into your free newsletter and give you their email, right? Or they purchase an offer from you or they go on a date with you, right? You can apply this to the dating world as well. You want to get to know, like, and trust someone before you invite them into your personal life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I feel that way for certain. I think most people do, absolutely. And I tell you what, Lisa, I, I would love to say that I wish I would have known you and gotten a little bit more advice as I started my own entrepreneur, entrepreneurial road, you know, and because it's, it's a fire hose to the face as many know, when we start to talk about that and we, we walk into and step into this new journey of being an entrepreneur and it's, it's a, it's learning and growing, but there's a lot of failing involved in that too. And taking those moments and just being able to 
utilize that knowledge in order to continue to better yourself and grow moving forward. And, you know, simplify, you can take that from, if you take an example from the Wellness Driven Life Show, you can see as we've grown how things have tweaked and changed. If you look at our flyers from the past, there's more information. It's a little busy. It, it doesn't look as, as clean and bright and professional, right? But when you start to learn and grow and you start to see what other people are doing, you do learn that less is more. Less is more. I mean, they used to say it takes seven times for someone to even like notice your brand, to remember that, oh, right, wellness driven. Yeah, they have the YouTube channel or that LinkedIn, you know, and it used to be seven times. Now it is like 24 times. It is so much more because there's so much out there. So really, I am a big believer in once someone has given me their attention or given me their email address, like we have to honor that and we have to honor their inbox. We have to honor their attention, their time, their energy. Um, and that really comes through in the in the content and the quality, like you said, April, of what you're putting out. Um, so mm -hmm. it can really, you know, touch them and meet them where they're at. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Lisa, you are just, you're a plethora of information. I'm already excited because you're giving us so much, so much insight and value. And so we're going to move into our quick commercial. And when we get back, I want to learn more a little bit about how you integrate your training and your coaching with those. So stay tuned. Are you ready to take control of your ride to wellness? Rev up with Driven Living. Visit www.drivenliving.com and buckle up for a journey. Get exclusive access to our Wellness Driven Life Show guest portal, where you can dive deep into the minds of our esteemed guests. Sign up for our newsletter and get insider scoops on these distinguished personalities. It's like having a backstage pass to their life-changing wisdom. But that's not all. You'll also receive a free hug. You heard me right, a free hug. An enlightening ebook from the Driven Living team. Discover the science-backed benefits of hugging yourself. It's a fill-up for your wellness tank. Because at Driven Living, we believe in fueling your journey to wellness, both physically and psychologically. So what are you waiting for? Visit www.drivenliving.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Now we're speaking with Lisa and she is a branding expert and coach who will absolutely guide you. But something that I am most excited about because it's my own personal curiosity and I've delved into a little bit, but when I read your biography there, we touched on just a point where when you are a child, 
you were sent to the principal's <laughs> office because you were messing around with some cards, a deck of cards that probably wasn't accepted by schools, right? And so let's talk a little bit about that in your journey with that and how you really have started intermixing you know, what it is to have that professional business piece and also learning about and diving into maybe a more spiritual aspect with that as well. Yes. <clears throat> it's a funny story. So in seventh grade, uh, it was game day and they said, bring a game from home. And so I brought my deck of cards, a tarot deck, and I was playing it with, you know, my girlfriends, Betsy and Jill. And I was, you know, reading their, their cards. I had no idea what I was doing, but um, sure enough, my teacher noticed and she told me to put those away. And I just like, why it's game day. And she said, put them away right now. Okay. I was like clueless. And then yeah, little trip to the principal's office and I could pick up the tarot cards after school and I was instructed not to bring them again. <laughs> oh my God. So uh, that that's was the first. Little, that's a little bit of a harder lesson, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god! Like being shamed for a spiritual practice. Granted, that was a long time ago. So, um, so now I actually am in the process of becoming a certified tarot card reader. I wanted to get that certification because um, I really want to learn the the coding, the um, visual symbolism in each mm. and every card how they read together as a story and how we can actually use them to create deeper insights in our personal and professional life. Again, it's another lens to look through and use with my clients. Mm -hmm. And I, I often have clients who are like VP, SVP, like high level in their businesses or, you know, within corporate America and they make decisions all day long and they've got decision fatigue and they want to come in and have me read their tarot cards. And it's just so fun. And the visual symbolism behind each and every little detail in the cards, that's what really lights me up and how it tells a story over time. And it's its really only true if you make it true. It's really just a way to get another perspective that you may not have thought of in the past. And that's why I love weaving in tarot cards into my my vision work with my clients. Yeah, I think it's a it's a lot of fun to be able to do that. And it does it does allow you to kind of get out of that that constant um, stress of being in this reality, so to speak, for lack of a better word. And I think that you're absolutely right. The way that I think of, of tarot is that we, it opens our minds to all sorts of different possibilities and different energies that we may or may not be closer to. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that spiritual aspect, you know, whether you find it through tarot cards or a spiritual guide or a familiar or some type of like earthy witchcraft or even just like taking a bath with salt in it and, you know, or doing some type of like spiritual uh, ritual around how you hydrate yourself and the essence of rose that you put in your water. These are all, um, I think the general public often likes to call them habits and we can call it a habit to drink water. We can also call it a ritual. And there's just different ways I find to use language to help 
um, really open up the door to self-care, which is really mm -hmm. just the practice of self-love. And it, mm. again, it's a different lens to put on it. Yeah, absolutely. And and I like how you term that self-care is a different aspect of self-love. And that's, you're right, that's exactly what it is, is taking the time to really care and maintain for these temples that we have, that we are, right? Because that's part of being in, in this physical body. And when we start to utilize uh, practices that are both in care for our physical body, but also tuning into that spiritual piece of us that we all are, you know, there's many, many different ways that we can do that. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's up to what you prefer. I, I'm a big fan of actually unfollowing people on Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever, um, or even my podcast list, I'll go through and I'll just like unfollow the ones I'm not listening to because there's so much information out there. And mm -hmm. I am not, you know, a 20 something single woman who lives in Santa Monica, California, who has time mm -hmm. to do a two hour routine in the morning to, you know, no, like this is what works for me. And these are the types of tips that I want in my life so I can build the rituals that work best for me. Hmm. So that's how I like to approach. No, um, I like it. I think that that's, that's a very wise way to do it. And when we talk about finding your clear vision, I mean, you can't have clarity amongst so many different things, right? Mm -hmm. If we think about thoughts and things in our environment, it's, it's like having a bunch of weeds growing all around you. Right. And so when we start chopping that down and maintaining that, and that's part of it, that's part of growth. And because change is constant, we have to continually kind of look at what we're, what we're dealing with and our surroundings and our environment and weeding out the stuff that is no longer serving us. And that's part of it. Yeah, that's that big, you know, unfollow, unfollow, let it go. Um, like similarly, even in my business, I've noticed my perfectionism uh, wanted to overdo it all the time and add more and more and more onto my plate. And so you can notice this, listeners, for yourself, if you notice like you're saying things like, I've just got so much on my plate. There's just too much to juggle. Um it is because you have too much on your plate. <laughs> it is because you're overdoing it. So in my business, for example, and even in my spiritual life and how I like to work out, I choose one singular focus. And that focus is for one month or 90 days. And I commit to it. For the next 90 days, I'm focusing on this course I'm creating. Or through the month of February, I am going to go to, you know, 15 power yoga classes. And setting these like smaller goals, smaller intentions, it's an easy way for me to stay really dialed in and focused. That way you don't get caught up in the weeds. Yeah. And I think that that is definitely a really good tip for everyone when we start to hone in on just the one thing and getting to the one thing can be one of the biggest challenges for those who really are, you know, they are the perfectionists. They are really good at everything. And they, because they have talent in so many things, 
uh, honing in on just one, it's that decision point, right? And making the decision on what. So Lisa, what are some of your, your guidance and expertise on really being able to hone in on choosing just one item to work on? Well, it's, it's taken a few decades. <laughs> um, it can come down to a lot of different things. Like we're at the beginning of the new year. People like to pick a word of the year. I have to admit, I don't have one yet. I've been tossing around some ideas, but I'm not just going to settle on a word of the year and claim it for the next 365 days. Maybe it's a word that I want to create again for the month of February or March or Q2. So I think one of my biggest steps or biggest pieces of advice I would give is to, you know, relax on some of the expectations that society may place on you or that you may be placing on yourself and finding a way that's going to work best for you and shorten the time frame. That way you can have a quick win, right? I mean, this is super silly, but like, I'm not going to eat fridge fries for the next week. And then boom, it's Friday. You didn't eat those French fries. You can go out and celebrate. So I'm a big advocate, like the clear vision framework. Clear is actually an acronym. The R, after you've done all your work, the R is rooted in celebration. Mm. You need to celebrate the small wins of not eating French fries, right? Whatever it is for you, that's what that's what um, is going to retrain our brain from pain to pleasure. Knowing that we've got you know a win and that we get to celebrate mostly ourselves and our accomplishments. I think that celebration part is very key, isn't it? And when we we make things in these shorter time frames, and it made me think. Uh, we had Philip Kuntz on the show. He's a uh, ex-Navy SEAL. And he he said on the show, and this is really in regard of mental well-being when you've you've gone through a tragedy or what have you. And he said, you make it to the next meal. A lot of people will say, if you can just make it to the next day or what have you, he said, make it to the next meal. And so it's really shortening something down to be able to have an accomplishment in something, make it those uh, chewable bite-sized pieces in order to meet that celebration piece more uh, effortlessly. You know, when we, when we can get there sooner, celebrate the wins and it just enlivens us. It gives us confidence. It gives us pride that we were able to make that and, and the confidence in order to move forward to do it again and again and again. Yes. Yes. I love that. The, the difference between feeling proud about yourself because you made it to the next meal, like that's a three hour gap versus sometimes the shame and blame that we put on ourselves. Like, oh, that's that's the, the heaviness and, yeah. and the lightness comes in with the celebration. A lightness does come in with celebration. Now, Lisa, you talked about it to yourself, and, and this is definitely a big piece of your story and your journey, but the fact that we can be so hard on ourselves you know, as a perfectionist or what have you, and you mentioned societal standards and societal pressures where you feel you have to meet up to and be this certain person, this ideal form throughout your life. And I think that it's when we start to 
let go of that to ease off of ourselves with expectations. And, you know, expectations, what is the saying, are the killer of joy? Am I saying yes. that right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's that. so much truth to that, right? And and it's it's one of the most challenging things to do. Well, I mean, let's just throw in capitalism, the patriarchy, <laughs> like we've learned this from day one, right? Absolutely. It's like we are we are meant to perform, we are meant to produce. And and it's especially tough for women in how we are supposed to show up and look and feel and dress, right? Um not to get like too into it, but I have to share this meme I saw. And it was like um, a laundry list of all the things that a man wanted in a date, right? Um, blonde, beautiful, uh, great hair, great looks, size six, on and on and on. <laughs> and then uh, the woman, what she wanted, the man, and she said, be over six feet tall. And then the man responds, we can't help it. <laughs> Right? <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, well, you know, I want to start shifting a little bit into you, you know, you, you've applied all of these great things again into your own personal branding. And I think that there was such a sense of freedom. I mean, the way that you have shown up in the world and now you're creating this incredible piece of yourself in order to share that and shed that light with the world. But you had to get to that point where you were able to ease off of yourself and allow. And we don't get to the creative state, even on a scientific, uh, biological level. We don't get to a creative state until we've gone into a relaxed state. And mm -hmm. we have to let go of the stress and be able to, to do that, to learn how to do that with our body. And it takes time to, to coach ourselves into that if we're not familiar with it. So now you have this uh, incredible piece that you've brought to the world. And I want to just bring in a couple more photos that you've shared with us. And because of that, look at the impact. Yes. This was an event that I hosted here in Chicago called Be Magnetic um, with my girlfriend, Suze, who is a personal stylist. And all these women came in and we held a personal brand photo shoot for them in this gorgeous location in downtown Chicago. And we helped with outfits. We had a makeup artist. Uh, we had professional photographers. And I helped them with posing, you know, and how you use your body to, you know, feel confident, yes, but also look your best. And it was it was so fun to do that and to be with these really just like powerful women. I think there's there's so much uh, when we when we finally are moving forward in our business and we're able to have the impact with others and we see the energy rise and the joy and the transformation that's taking place. There's nothing quite like that. And I think that's the power when we decide to step into, you know, you know, sharing our journey and our stories and sharing our wisdom and the value that we have to offer to the world. I think that's what, where there's the rarity of being an entrepreneur and the, the ones who continue to move forward and are brave enough to be able to speak up into uh, their story and share themselves with the world. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
I totally believe in sharing, not selling. <laughs> and that's a big mindset shift to bring with you when you're showing up in a big way in your business, in your career, or online. Oh, look at that picture. So this is you sharing wow. the joy, the message. The joy, the message. Yes, that was at a book signing event um, in Ohio at the Summit of Greatness uh, with a group called the Book Thinkers. And they probably had, I don't know, 15 authors there. And uh, I was signing books for everyone who came to attend the event. Well, you're definitely beaming with joy there. And I think that's such a great sense of pride. And again, it brings you so much energy in order to move on into the next things that you provide with the world. That said, Lisa, you have something that you are creating now that you continue to create. Do you want to share a little bit about that with us? Sure. I've got a couple things up my sleeve in 2024, but actually this week and next week, I have a new online course that's open for enrollment. And this is called Find Your Clear Personal Brand. Oftentimes, we, yes, we want our big life vision, but sometimes we want to get that personal brand in place so we can finance <laughs> our vision, so we can grow and make an impact in the world. So I have been working on this four-week online course that you can find at bebrightlisa.com forward slash course, or just pop over to my website and it'll be there. This is going to be so helpful for people who want to build a beautiful brand, stand out online, make an impact and or an income. It's up to you. That's how I quantify a personal brand. Sometimes mm -hmm. we just really want to be of service but do it in a way that provides impact and value. Then like everybody always wants to know, well, how do I actually do it? What are the social strategies? How do I make a content calendar and actually get that out there? I'm going to be sharing with you all of those strategies. So you'll be able to really create a solid blueprint and roadmap for your personal brand. That is a really awesome course. I'm excited for you to bring that to entrepreneurs in this area to, well, really all over the globe. Isn't that the most incredible thing that we have nowadays in this day and age? We have technology where we are able to expand on a worldwide aspect. It's absolutely incredible to me. And I feel very blessed and honored to be here during this time period. Lisa, it's been beautiful to have you on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Thank you so much for sharing your light, your brightness. You just, you, you absolutely do that. And thank you for sharing those tips and tricks like you did in the beginning for, for really some simple ways that people can shift in their business in order to, to, to have more of an impact on others. So I want to make sure that the audience knows where to find you. It is www.bebrightlisa.com. Again, going back to that simplicity, right? When you have a more complex last name or you, you, know, you want want something to be able to give people to remember, to be able to mull on a little easier. And you certainly have done that with your branding and your website. So we all appreciate that, don't you? I, 
I know that I did that for myself. Instead of www.thewellnessdrivenlifeshow.com, we utilized our our mothership business, and now it's www.drivenliving.com. Starting to slow, shorten things down, and and make it easier for people to do and 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 remember to go to easily. So again, www.bebrightlisa.com. Thank you, April. I love what you guys are doing and creating with your business and how you really provide so much value to everyone who listens and you're a platform for everyone sharing their stories. That is really something to be proud of. You should celebrate. I I am beginning to celebrate <laughs> often. <laughs> yes. You know, it's, it's fascinating how uh, when we are in this entrepreneurial journey, uh, how there's that ebb and flow where we spend a lot of time in that creative in the in the grind of business where we're trying to bring everything about and align everything. And then once we start to do that more and more and things start slowing and working like that well-oiled machine, right, that we want it to be, then we can start to concentrate on another bucket, which is that personal or maybe more of the celebration piece. So we're certainly getting there. We're almost a year into the business. And so it starts to come to fruition. But that's part of the consistency is key, right? When we right. we keep moving forward because it's not easy and it's, it's easier to just give up and say, oh my gosh, this is too difficult. I'm done. I'm going to go work for the man and be done with this. It's very easy to get to that point. But we don't. And then there's people like you to help guide us and to hold our hands and to show us things that are going to work a lot better, right? So again, Lisa, it's been awesome to have you on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Thanks for sharing yourself. And thank you to our audience. Without you, the show wouldn't be possible. So be sure to find our guest information in the description below and leave your comments. We'll get back to you. Thank you so much for your support. So goodbye for now, and we will see you next time.